everybody. This is Bernard. And this is Samir. And welcome to another episode of the Angry Blurs podcast. Well, the nerds are black and the nerds are angry. All right. So we have a guest on this episode. We have Gerd Clothing. All right. Let's give him a round of applause, everybody. All right. So uh, who, who are we speaking to exactly? I am Andrew. I am the owner of Gerd Clothing. And this is Fallon. Hi, my name is Fallon. I am the operations manager here at Gerd Clothing. Okay. Fantastic. So, yeah, that's very awesome. So tell us a little bit about yourselves. You want to go ahead, Fallon? Yeah. Um, okay. Well, my name is Fallon. Obviously, I'm 19. Um, I've always been interested in kind of alternative things, alternative styles, alternative fashions, um, anime, um, a whole bunch of like fantasy books and stuff like that. So I'm really excited when my sister Indra asked me to collaborate with her and help her out doing this brand. Um, that we really try to have celebrate um, alternative culture, but specifically alternative culture for Black people. Okay, that is very dope because I'm pretty sure like, you know, me, you guys were probably, well, no, because you guys are younger. So you guys probably weren't, you know, ridiculed for like an anime and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm actually, <laughs> I was in that era. Um, my name is Indra. Uh, I am... I don't want to tell you my age, but let's just say I'm okay. Okay, so I was there at the beginning of Dragon Ball Z. You wouldn't believe it. (laughs) Okay, so 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 you're an '80s baby. Yes, I'm an '80s baby. Okay. Um, I was around when you know they used to call you like weirdo because you liked all the nerdy stuff and everything. Um, I am a born. I I would say I'm a born blurred. Born blurred. I was originally like when I was young. I was really nerdy. And as I got older, I became a geeky. You know? <laughs> so I was, I'm a combination of both. Um, I love anime. I love comics, anything nerdy, geeky. That's me. You know, um, I was the weirdo in the family or the black sheep in the family because I was different than everybody. And we created this poem line because we wanted to celebrate that. A lot of these, a lot of our community does not think, you know, we, we're not celebrated because of the fact of, we're different and being different is nothing wrong with that. And people need to understand that. And I just want to create a clothing line that celebrates us. And I'm mm-hmm. just tired of seeing us wear clothing with characters on it that do not look like us or represent us. Exactly, exactly. So that's what my whole goal with creating this is to give us our own <clears throat> space to be able to celebrate us, you know, I love you know, all of the anime and stuff, but a lot of them are not, you know, with, they're not even in their own culture. They're, you know, Japanese, supposed to be Japanese characters. They don't even, none of them look Japanese, you know? So True. with that being said, I not decided often. to create something, huh? Oh, not, yeah, I was agreeing with you. Not often, yeah. Yeah, not often. You, you'll very rarely see somebody, you know, who does look, you know, Japanese, but it, it's more so other cultures. So with that being said, I wanted to create something that we can wear and that looks like us. And we could say, yeah, this is us. So. All right. So you did FUBU for uh, for the geeks and the nerds out there. Or the blurs. Yeah, exactly. That exactly. is very dope. I, I can appreciate that. Bring it back with FUBU. Wow. Well, you know FUBU is still around, right? Oh, is yeah. <laughs> yes, Samir. Hey, I had a FUBU jacket when I was younger. <laughs> I mean, when it was, yeah, when it was hot. Yes, I was. It's it was it's too still late. big. It, it's still big, like up north, like in New York and Jersey and stuff like that. Yeah, Tim's. 
Oh, oh I got yeah. I got two pairs in my closet right now. <laughs> oh lordy. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. We're in Florida, so 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 we don't need gems. It's too hot for that. <laughs> oh, I live there too, <laughs> Jacksonville. Oh, okay. So I. Oh know. <laughs> well, no, we're in South Florida, so. Like, oh, so, yeah. yeah. I, Florida, either way, is hot. <laughs> you, you're yeah. not wearing gems nowhere. Exactly. So. What is your favorite anime at the moment? And what is your favorite comic? Both you guys. Oh, dang. Okay. Um, it's hard to say with my favorite anime at the moment. Um, just because I have like a hard time watching just one at a time. So I'll kind of like float between a few. The most recent anime I watched was um, Yasuke on Netflix. It was mm. very disappointing, I have to say. Mm -mm. The visuals were beautiful, but the storyline- Yeah, it was just me, okay. Yeah, it had me really- uh, had me really lost. My favorite anime of all time is kind of corny, but it's Death Note. Um, I just think the the manga in the imagery in the plot line, it just it does it for me. <laughs> it, it does it for me. Um, and then I would have to say my favorite comic books were the Always the Amazing Spider Man. Um, I'm like a Spider Man super fan. <laughs> like, okay. I like yep. you already. <laughs> All right, Andrew, um, what about you? Uh, for me, gosh, I like Baki. I am so into... Wait, the original Baki or the Netflix Baki? I like both. The, oh, the you're Netflix taking it back. One, the Netflix, but I'm like, you know, the Netflix one gets rowdy. I was just like, yeah. When, uh, what's the guy's name in a suit? He wears the white suit. When he gets out that white suit and he's in that, like, uh, sumo thong, I was like, he's in his thong. He's about to get him. <laughs> I'm just like, let's go so Baki's one of my uh, favorite ones I do like uh Blue Exorcist don't don't rag on me about it I love Blue Exorcist I'm not gonna lie uh Seven Deadly Sins oh I, Seven Deadly Sins that was good yeah um I liked Safe Monos that was actually on Netflix Safe Monos was pretty good I didn't even expect it. I was like okay it's on here is that that one about where the Santa Ia, the yeah, yeah. I went that to down to Mexico cool. and he had children he he taught who were like orphans and that was pretty good um as far as comics oh man Ooh, I, I read a lot of underground batman comics like ones you wouldn't find like necessarily just in a comic book store that like really hard to find i literally will find them at this like a uh, thrift store for like a dollar and i'll just grab them i would just like grab like 10 what you, 15 what you them, grabbing like, the old stuff like gotham knights and um What's the, what's what's Samir? What's, oh. I'm drawing a blank. What's the name of the book with just Gotham Central? Yeah, I Gotham Central. I think Ooh. it might be. Yeah, they were like old, old, and I'm just grabbing them. I'm just like, yeah, I'll just tons of them. And I'm really into different ones, but that was I, I'm a Batman fan. So if I see something with Batman, I'm like, look, I'm grabbing it, I'm reading it, whether I like it or not, it's mine. <laughs> so. Okay, that's understandable. Spider Man for me because I relate to Peter Parker in some ways. Mm. I feel it. Yeah, Peter Parker was my dog. Yeah. I, I think for me, Spider-Man was just like the first um, superhero or anything like that that I really got into because I always liked um, like anime. I always liked, you know, reading books and like Harry Potter and stuff like that. But then for me, I think I watched the Amazing Spider-Man uh, animated series. Mm. It was either the Amazing Spider-Man one or the Spectacular Spider-Man in Whichever one it was I seen first. Those are vastly like, different though. Yeah, they are different. That's why I said I can't remember which one I watched first, but um the whichever one it was, it just sparked my love for mm -hmm. 
Spider-Man and it like started uh, getting me into like superhero stuff. You know, it's just funny though, the movies, some of the movies started like, they don't, like they don't really like give it to the depth that it needs to be with well, Spider-Man. It was Sony, Sony never knows. What yeah, they, yeah. Sony, they don't know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they only got two and a half hours tops to, to tell a story. So it's a little hard to cram it all in there. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, still, even that. even then, just, they did like they the did five Spider Man movies. Well, Fox yeah, just like sucks. Yeah, it's like the don't get me started on Fox. Yeah, we don't need to see me forty minutes about uh, why Fox. I, I have we, we have about three hours of me just ranting. You could you put it all together of me ranting about Fox. I might do a super cut of, of of your you hatred of Brian Singer. <laughs> in, you in know what though? I, you know what frustrates me? Like the X Men, they're the series like i literally like when they got into like a rabbit hole on wiki uh marvel wiki universe and you literally it's so many dynamics to it so and i understand that they only have so much time to bring it in cram everything into like two maybe even three hours but i feel like when they do that it kind of it's, it's like okay take one plot and go with that plot don't try to cram four or five plots into that one thing with the general plot being oh yeah you know mutants Agreed. versus humans it's kind of frustrating because there's so many storylines with that. It's just like you can go off into uh, Logan's um, storyline, and you're talking about his brother, you know, Sabretooth with his brother. You're talking about where he came from, how he started, how uh, even his fight with Blade. Yeah, you know, all these things that go into that. You, it's just it's lost. <laughs> it's lost in those movies. And mm-hmm. the first one was great. I liked the first one. For what it was, but some of it just down on off. It, it was man. good at the time, but going back and you can't rewind. Yeah. yeah, it didn't age well. It didn't age well. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So let's let's get into the nitty gritty of the of the clothing line. Who came up with that uh, logo? I, uh, as far as the, I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I'm guilty. Oh, uh, the logo uh, for me it's it's representative of who we are. You know, when they think when you, when people say, "Oh, nerd," that's what you think. You know, you think glasses and this and this. Now, even though I do wear glasses. <laughs> um, okay, Samira wears glasses as well. Yes, I, look, I can't see without. They call me blind. Oh, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm quite excited. <laughs> you can't drive at night, but that was just kind of thing to represent us and make it. You know be known this is what we're about you know not just say okay yeah we're about this geeks and nerds but just the show have a representation of who we are so that's the best representation i thought you know when you look like see glasses you think nerd you know mm-hmm. so that was that okay. yeah i like the damien 10 shirt oh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there's a funny story about that um so damien 10 is Basically, of course, based off Ben 10 yeah. with um, with uh, the Green Lantern, the original Green Lantern, John Stewart. Is his name John Stewart? I think his name is John Stewart. Well, I think his name. But um, technically, the original, the original Lantern, Green Lantern is Alan Scott. How? No, Alan Scott. Well, then the original Green Lantern in my heart is still the Black Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll give you that one. No, John was the third. Second. Yeah, because no, Guy was first. That was second. No. Hal was first, John was second, yeah. Guy was third, then Kyle. Okay. Mm, I'll check that, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> but that it, it, that was the whole thing with that. And I, I'm a sneakerhead, so I wanted to kind of incorporate 
all of that in one. And what what was funny was it turned out looking like uh, my son, his name is Damien. So yes, we call him Damien, Damien 10. So instead of Ben 10, it's Damien 10. Well, that is awesome. So now he will be forever immortalized. I know. On t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And not even know it. Oh, <laughs> uh, but Samir, you were right. Uh, guy came before John. Okay. So what you're saying is that crow oh, tastes God. good right now. Did you put some hot sauce on that crow? Oh God, will you shut up? I literally just Did you deep fry the crow? <laughs> Y'all see what I gotta deal with every week. <laughs> it's, like, it's playful banter. It's yeah. Fun. I would just die with uh, a lie. <laughs> uh, no, with him it's not playful banter. We've known each other for like over almost 20 years now. This is just that's how him. you know you, you well know that's what friend. that's what makes it fun because that way he can you know get right into the nerves that bother you <laughs> yeah that's how <laughs> all day every day yeah <laughs> all right so uh tell us a little bit about the designs overall so like i'm looking at the gamer girl shirt with the baby yoda mm -hmm. grogu mm-hmm you're gonna find multiple references in each shirt. Mm -hmm. And that was my big thing. I want you to not just say, oh, you know, this looks like, even though I love when I see artists do um, black renditions of these characters, mm -hmm. I want it just to be like, be able to say, okay, this is a character in its own, but, oh, I see that. Oh, I see, you know, Baby Yoda. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see the in picture of Missy Elliott. Or, oh, I see. Instead of reimagining characters that already exist um, into Black characters to represent the community, essentially the idea was that we're creating our own characters that are going to have tie-in references to not just the nerd and geek community, mm -hmm. but tie-in references to specifically Black culture um, in Black history. Something yeah, a little mild, though. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was looking at the musical knowledge shirt and I'd see Missy in the background, the Yellow Ranger Storm and mm -hmm. who is that? As well as that a hyena? Uh, I think it's a jazz. I think it's a saxophone. It might be a Oh, uh, it is a yeah, it is a saxophone. I'm sorry. <laughs> I might have to get glasses. <laughs> hey, <laughs> let's come on over to the glasses side. <laughs> But yeah, so what exactly made you decide to, you know, uh, start watching anime, Andrew? Because I'm pretty sure, Fallon, you saw your big sister watching it and you were just like, oh, you know, my sister's cool and I want to tag her. It's, it's very funny. We actually have like a family train going on because yeah. Indra put uh, my older brother, she's like a couple siblings ahead of me. So she put like my older brother on to watching anime. And then I think maybe in the third or fourth grade, he was like, you got to watch this anime. And so the first ever anime I ever watched was Soul Eater. Mm. And then, <laughs> and so now, yeah. And so now I've like put my younger brother on to watching anime and I put um, my nieces from California on to watching mm. it. So it's like just one big family circle. Yeah, I literally was six or seven years old and I had moved from Louisiana to California. And I, I seen just a show on Telemundo and it was Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon. I was like, oh, this looks interesting, but I oh, didn't Oh, wait, 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 wait. I got to stop you right there. You were watching Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon on Telemundo. Yes, I learned Spanish later on just to watch it. 
Oh, yeah. the hard way. You know, you See, realize that in the 90s, they aired Dragon Ball and Sailor Moon in the morning. Like, See, the and I, it was early. It was early. And it was literally on Telemundo. And I was like, I don't know. They aired it in English, though. It's, yeah, they did. <laughs> it's like, you did it the hard way. It was the metaphorical. Yes. I, I, went, I, went through, I, went, I put in the work just to learn. Yeah. So, so, you were so the, somebody in the 10th grade, I spoke fluent Spanish. And I literally was like, well, I mean, they already dubbed over now. So... <laughs> I've already was started watching. I was already deep in di different stuff. Um, I can I just imagine her in the seventh grade saying in Spanish, on behalf of the moon, I will punish you. <laughs> it <was> so awesome. <laughs> and it was so awesome for me because I was just like, I, I was able to learn not just that language. Um, I learned a little French and I learned a little Italian. But it's like, now I can go watch <laughs> three other languages and be like, okay, hey. But that was what started me. I was like, I saw Dragon Ball Z. And what, when I got older and my little brother, um, he he started watching. I actually put him on with the first thing I showed him. It was Dragon Ball Z because I feel like that's just the learner's package. You, you start, that's your beginner's package. That was for me growing up in, a, you know, being an 80s baby. And I put him on to Brawl It. Was okay. it Brawl It? Yeah. And that was, he watched the movie and he was like, what is going on? He was like seven, eight years old. And he was like, okay, we need to get going on this. And he just was binging ever since then he was mm -hmm. like literally watching different types of anime and by that time i already got into some underground underground stuff and i started watching like i think one of the craziest ones i watched was kite that was a movie kite if you ever watch kite it's like i have so watched kite and yes it is yes that's some crazy, crazy. that's some after hour stuff right there yeah the whole storyline i was just like at the end like wait what's going on <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you guys noticed, but Samir is our resident anime expert. I usually deal with more of the American stuff, so like comics and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. I, I watch anime, I just don't watch it as much as Samir. Like, he literally drills me if I don't watch something like he before we started. <laughs> he was like, I don't get your problem with Castlevania. I'm like, I'm just not into it. <laughs> oh, like, no, what's, your, what's your issue with oh, Sword and Sorcery? That was, oh yeah, God. it dropped. It dropped yesterday, actually. So it did? Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah kind of late. You gotta catch up. I <laughs> uh, can't wait. I'm like, I watched literally. I, I like to wait till all the episodes come out because I really hate like being like, oh. Well, it dropped. The whole season dropped in the first yeah, day. Yeah, so yeah. So you can watch the whole. I've been like, so most of it. Just, I was so happy. I literally, when I started watching, I was like, oh, it's already two seasons? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I just yeah. binged. I was in my room all day watching it. Like, room door closed, snacks are laid out. I'm ready for this. Yeah. So. <laughs> my, my boyfriend introduced me to that one. He likes more of the, like, uh, the, like, gory and, like, bloody type animes. Yes. And so he's always trying to show me when people's heads are getting cut off. And I'm kind of into it now, though. I don't know. <laughs> a little action in there. I used to, like, only like, like, rom-com type animes but now i'm getting in, into mm -hmm. the more like adventurous ones yeah i like i love one piece but i like uh full metal alchemist that was an awesome Th that I, is my favorite anime that's my favorite one but the thing that kind of threw me off was when they started making alternate endings and they'll put you through the whole season as it was before most of it and then the ending towards the end is like different and i'm like why do i have to watch most of this all, all right over well if you're well, it's, yeah. it's a little confusing but the first series you got it has 60 up 64 episodes the second series brotherhood which is following the manga adaptation has mm -hmm. 52 episodes so both of them are good but if you gotta watch one of them you watch brotherhood, brotherhood. brotherhood yeah is the golden standard 
Oh man, it was so so many heart wrenching parts, and I was like, when he found out about where his dad was and that he had a brother and just all this stuff, and he had another his other brother was already gone. Like the first episode I watched when I when I started watching, in the first episode was his little brother dying and he, he using alchemy to put him inside the the um, armor, and I was just like, I started crying. I was like, wow. Yeah, it was that, that first episode was rough. They, right, yeah, they were starting, starting you out. I was just like, oh, they I can't to do prepare this. you for what was to come. I was like, what more is going to happen? And it was just a lot. It's like, but wait, there's more. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, after probably like a couple of times, a couple of different adaptations, I was like, okay, I'm lost now. Like, I feel like I'm watching this over and over and over again. Like, I, I love Demon Slayer, but it's like getting through the 26 episodes, it's like maybe five or six of them are really slow. And I literally was just like, I can't, like, I like fighting. I like the gore. I like that mm-hmm. stuff. So it was kind of hard for me to get through demons. I know a lot of people love it, but I had a friend who was like, look, just watch the movie. And you'll get just the- You gotta watch it for a season before you watch Boogan Train. See, that's why I was like, I'm trying I'm trying to finish it. But I was like, Invincible distracted me. And I was like, eh, there we go. <laughs> that was, that was actually going to be my follow-up question if you guys <laughs> watched Invincible. I, I have not got to I watched it in one day. And it was done. <laughs> and I was like screaming at the TV. Yes, Indra has been pressing me. She keeps telling me I need to watch, watch it. it. I need to watch it. Watch yeah. it. It'll, well, it'll Fallon, since it. you haven't watched it, we can't go into spoilers. I suggest you not listen to the past, what, <laughs> nine episodes? Seven, eight, seven, okay, eight or seven no. episodes, because we literally do reviews on TV oh, shows and man. everything. Oh, man. Nolan, Nolan need to come back for, for those hands. He needs All to right. come back for those hands. So, so like, I'm going to let you know right now. As someone who who read Invincible in real time when it was coming out, because the, the the comic is done it ended like three years ago, and just reread it over the course of two weeks, mm-hmm. Nolan will be back. That's all I'm going to tell you. Oh, Nolan good. Oh, I'm, yeah. Because he's owed them hands. I'm sorry if if, if his wife don't get him them hands, that son better give him. Don't hands. worry, there'll be hands to go around to a lot of people. Samir, oh. you ain't even finished Invincible. You sure? <laughs> I got to issues. 60? Uh, no, 70 out of 100. So, 144. Yeah, I, I got up there. I, I really only had like 40 or 30 left. It was, it was, I had like 20% of that coming left. And then stuff happened and it got heavy and I couldn't deal. Which is rare. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it gets like, even like the, in a theoretical point, like the things that you're talking about, how he feels about humanity, you know, how he feels about it versus how he feels about his son and his wife. And how he was willing to save the people, but he thought of them like pets, basically, like you said. And I was just like, wow, like, what is your purpose? Then to find out the, like, from jump that he had an ulterior motive. And I'm just like, uh, okay, like, okay, so this is some messed up stuff. <laughs> this is really messed up, but I like yeah. it. You're selling it to me right now. I love it. I love that show. I yeah, love don't, like, don't I spoil it for your sister. What you doing? I won't. I won't. <laughs> she's just selling the drama to me right now but but yeah trust me after you watch it you're going to want to read the comic like my one of my co-workers who's training me because i just started another job i told him about the show he just finished it last night so he called me he's like yo how could it end like that i need to read the comic so i told him i told him a site where he could read the comic but he, he while i was driving around he was reading it on his phone oh yeah and and he started reading the comic today and he got up to about issue i want to say 25 because we worked like 13 hours a day so from seven to eight 
Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Oh, check you out on the big boy schedule. Oh, Shut wow. up. <laughs> <laughs> he was in there doing it. He was like, yep, that's how I am about certain hey, books man, I read. Somebody got to kill bugs and roaches and rats. <laughs> hey, we definitely don't like those. <laughs> exactly. We, we appreciate the use of the world. Yes, <laughs> very much so. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so tell us the process of, you know, getting an order and getting the shirts pressed and made and things of that nature. Oh, so with that process, it's basically once I've gotten my design done, me and Julian sat down and talked about it, we've gone over things and I've gotten design, I've approved the design. Um, it goes into production. I send it to my uh, printing team. Um, and I give them specifics on what I want. I'm a super specific person. Uh -huh. So, you know, I know I let them know, hey, I know I'm going to frustrate you, but this is what I want specifically to the detail. We want to put out, um, you know, really high quality stuff, mm -hmm. especially being a Black and women-owned business. You know, we want to make something that has a good name. Yep. Our reputation is a big thing for us. And we want to make sure that we keep, we start off on a good foot and keep on a good foot. So we talk about the quality of shirts and stuff like that, quality of any product that we're going to be, you know, getting through them. And I'm very big on that. So I'm like, okay, what's the uh, percentage ratio of nylons versus cotton, stuff like that. You have to know mm -hmm. to, to know what kind of product you're going to be getting. And then um, after that, you know, it's basically like a waiting game with them. And we go back and forth and I have to approve things. And then once everything's approved, they print it up and then they get it to me. And then I have to send it off to my alterations to get the tags on. So she, that um, um, the lady who does my alterations or does the tags, she, you know, gets the tags on there, sews them on there. And then we're ready, you know, we put our little hand tags on. We have hand tags, we have inside tags, and we have, you know, tags on the front. We are creating an image that we are a label, not just us selling shirts. We right. are a brand. We are trying to keep it professional right. you know we're, we're not just iron on logos you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. slapped on some Gideon tees we want to yeah. become like an actual known brand we want to create a presence for ourselves create you know a customer base um and actually give people stuff that's quality and that they like and it's worth the money and that's the thing i have i have tried to express to people you know i'm not gonna put anything out there that's we're not gonna put anything out there that's low quality if you know we want you to feel like just like if you were to go and buy a, you know, a $500 shirt, you know, we want you to feel like that, you know, $50 for that shirt, the same quality, you know, people, I've seen people go out there and buy these things and they're so expensive and then you just wear it one time, you know, yeah. and then you're like, oh, or you get it, the quality is not as great as you thought it was going to be. And my thing is for $50, I want to give you $500 quality and okay. make you you know, make it worth your money. So that's our big thing with that. Yeah, I can get behind that. That's admirable. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, because we're just starting out, we're doing all the um, packaging stuff by ourselves. you know, mm -hmm. just hanging out, making a day out of it um, and doing all the packaging and stuff ourselves. And that mm -hmm. also, you know, gives us a chance to, you know, put some personal touches in there for people, you know, let people know that we do appreciate them being the first customers uh, of our branding, you know, helping us out when we're, you know, starting from the bottom. Yeah, because it's, it's really, that's the hard thing. When people don't know you, they're not going to just jump on something just because. And we want to make sure people understand that we appreciate any business that we get. And mm -hmm. we love the fact that people are actually supporting us. Yep. And we're going to make sure that 
you're not just getting a shirt. You might get a shirt and something else, or you, you know, even even everything we do has a little bit of us on it. You'll see, mm-hmm. you know, even from our mailer bags, our mailer bags are have our logos. You know, mm-hmm. you may see some some thank you cards on the inside. You may see different things in there that we may put in there for the customer. We want you guys to be happy. We're all about that. Mm-hmm. All right, so I like that good customer service. All right. Um, trying to think of some good hard hitting questions as far as the closing line goes. Samir, you got anything that you want to ask them? So, all right, I'm going to tag on to what Bernard said here. So I get where you're in, where you're coming from with the, uh, the content and how you're melding together. So mm-hmm. can you give us an insight to your creative process? Like, what do you guys do to think of this, uh, these uh, pieces? Oh. Our creative process, it's all over the place. We have a we, we have a group chat and Indra keeps a big old notebook and anytime we get an idea, even if it's a silly idea, we just smack it down in there. Yeah, um, we, we take do take outside ideas. We we're mm-hmm. not bothered, you know, we love when people, you know, contact us like, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? And we'll write it down like, okay, yeah, you know, how can we incorporate this to make this look yeah good yeah right right now you know we're trying to focus on you know getting some ideas up um and you know in the works for a potential summer drop um and like that how that's kind of looking right now is you know we're coming up with a theme um like a kind of central idea and then just working outwards from there Mm -hmm. so what we're thinking to do next is like you know villains focusing on like the villains that animes cartoons tv um and stuff instead of just, you know, all the good guys. Yeah. Um, so like, that's like where we start out with. And then, you know, we come up with ideas, like what types of characters do we want? Uh, how do we want to portray them? What type of layout? And we have a special uh, collection that we're trying to come out with. Mm-hmm. That's just for like, it's a special collection. That I, yeah. I, I, we we think people will like it. We're not going to say too much on it. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's going to be like, when you see it, you're gonna be like, oh, that's what they're talking about. <laughs> like, I like it. So we're, we're trying to come up with different things. And we're also trying to drop within the summer some joggers and stuff to get everybody ready for the springtime. I mean, that's not but the fall time and the summertime. Jogger set, beanies. Um, we're actually, within a few days, we're going to be dropping some um, patches, some iron-on patches mm-hmm. so, okay. um, yeah. on our site, which are pretty cool with yeah. our logo on we, it. We are working on, uh, you know, getting a couple smaller items, um, you know, that are going to be and you know a smaller price range so people can support that way if they want to but honestly since we're just starting out even you know liking our content sharing it um, with your friends or you know telling somebody hey come check out this page i see following um, us yeah follows and stuff that really helps us out as well um we want everybody to feel like they're doing something even if all they can do is sharing or liking um, or following and we well. love to collab with other people you know mm-hmm. um, other content creators creatives um, we actually have a couple of collabs with um, some Insta- some TikTokers who are going to be doing stuff, some Instagrammer influencers. We're trying to get out there, you know. Um, we are passionate about our clothing line, so mm-hmm. we're going to make sure that you guys understand that we're going to try to represent us. We're going to represent us, not try. We're going to represent the blurs, the geek, the black geeks, everybody. We're going to represent our community the best we can. Well, that is what I like to hear. So uh, here's another question. Do you guys go to conventions? And if you do, who is the most famous person you've met? Okay, so 
I lived in San Diego uh, when I was 15. I got to go to Comic-Con. And yeah, that was, look, I am not a, a, a professional cosplayer, but that was like, oh, I should have came with my A-game and done something too. I mean, did, you, did you not see the photo of me in the White Ranger suit? So don't worry. Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> Power Rangers was like an epic thing for me for since I was a little kid. I literally was like, I want to be Yellow Ranger. I don't even care. <laughs> I was like, that's my job. I'm going to be Yellow Ranger. <laughs> so, you really passed on that Power Rangers one. Oh, man. Everyone, oh, all my kids are just like, we love yeah, Power we love Power Rangers. They go through their Power Ranger thing and they'll come like, did you know about this? And I'm like, I already seen that. They're like, what? <laughs> so, but um, we no, that was the only one I've gone to as far as a, a Blur Conviction. But we are actually doing the Blurred City Con this summer. So that's pretty exciting for us. We're like uh, the yeah. virtual one, which is pretty exciting. And I found out there's more. So I'm willing to do more. I would love to just meet, yeah. meet and, and, you know, business, collab, just, just to be in a good environment for us, you know, to feel safe. That's a big thing for, for our community is feeling safe and, who, and being who we are. And a lot of us are made to feel like, like you said, we were talking earlier about being picked on and stuff like that. I can't tell you how many days they used to pick on me because of who I was. And when I got older, I kind of just was like, you know what? I can't change this. I'm not going to just stop, you know, be hide watching that I watch anime, hide that I watch, you know, mm -hmm. I read comics. I traded, I traded uh, really what I found out were collective collectors uh, uh sports cars for comics i didn't even know that when i was a little kid so i thought about it later on i was like oh girl why did you do that <laughs> but that's yeah i, I, I used to comics. do that yeah i was just like oh i, I traded that that was a collectible you know what money that was but i wanted those comics over there i was like i don't even care you got all the ethnic comics oh yeah come on trade with me <laughs> so it was <laughs> We're, it was a it's the thing it's just we want to we we love the conventions we just want to go start going to them i know things are like crazy now but we're starting up and our first one is the blurred city con which is a virtual one and it's, it gives us a good handle of how things are going you know as a, how things will go as an exhibitor so yeah mm -hmm. okay. yeah i personally haven't um gotten a chance to go to like any of the um comic cons up here uh, just because it never ended up working out, but I've always wanted to go so bad. Mm. All I want to do is cosplay and be mm. the characters I see on the TV. Oh. <laughs> like, I think that's so cool. I actually follow a lot of people who do, like, really intricate cosplays and stuff. Um, and I just love seeing, like, TV show characters and mm -hmm. comic characters just imagined in real life. It's oh. really magical to me. Yeah, I literally, my, my whole thing is to be Storm. I was just like, I just want to be Storm. Cosplay Storm one time. I will be like the most optimist Storm. I would look, you wouldn't even, you were like, oh, that is Storm. She was there. I was like, yes. <laughs> but what Storm suit we talking about? We talking about 90s with the shoulder pads and the all white from the cartoon? No, or, not or, the or, the, or the leather oh, no. trunk one, <laughs> the mohawk. You know what? I see some common renditions of the black, no, with the black one. And not the one where her hair shaved off on the side, well, yeah, actually, I like that one when she has her hair shaved off on the side. I like that, too. Um, but I see some different um, ones. 
it was like the black one that came down and had like the black cape and everything. I was like, oh yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I like that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you said your your oldest brother was the first uh nerd in the family, geek? No, no, I'm the oldest. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So yeah, you're the oldest. It, I'm the, the original. I'm the original. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm the creator of every nerd in our family. <laughs> okay. So what did your parents have to say about, you know, you watching Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball Z on Telemundo? <laughs> well, my mom, she was like, that's some weird stuff. And I remember like, uh, she called me watching Kai and she was like, you watching that weirdo porn anime? And I was like, what? This is not that. I was like. <laughs> uh, Kai gets a little racy. <laughs> It get a little racy, but it's not like that. Uh, the hentai stuff, I was just like, it's not that, mom. But it, I kind of was like the weirder person. They tell me that still to the, you know, some of my family tell me that still to this day. Like, you kind of are the weirdo. I was like, why? Because I like anime. They're like, yeah, you like all that stuff. I was like, you know how many people in this world like anime now? <laughs> or comics? Or Marvel? You know, anything to that extent. I was like, there's so many people like that. But um, my daddy just loves me for me. He don't care. Yeah. <laughs> he loves my nerdy stuff. So. <laughs> so. yeah. um, and we're actually step-siblings, so um, her dad is with my mom, um, and I've just grown up with them my whole life, but uh, my apparently, my dad apparently was into anime. I never even knew until I started watching it, and he was like, oh, that's cool. Let me try to put you on. He tried to put me on with Jagged Ball Z. I was like, been there, done that. Been there, done that. We're already past that. that. <laughs> <laughs> past that. Uh, my mom still be getting on me. <laughs> my mom still be getting on me. Like, I can't stand this. Why are you watching? It's in another language. And I'm yeah. like, I have eyes. I can read. Okay. Like. Hey, reading those subtitles gets right. you to, like, watching other movies like It Man. Yeah. If you ever watched oh. It Man. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it Man was. They're, they're all really accepting, I think. Um, maybe not. They don't understand, but they accept it anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's too many of us in the family now. Yeah. <laughs> they can't go against us. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Just start a full rebellion. Yep. <laughs> well, good. You have to you have to overpower the family. All yep. right. <laughs> so so usually on this podcast, what we do is we talk about things that, you know, uh that have happened throughout the week or things that are upcoming. Yeah, current so, Yeah. So we mm-hmm. usually go back and forth like Samir to have a story. I might not be interested in it. So to be short or vice versa or something that's very long and then we'll talk about it for like 20 minutes at a time or whatever. But mm-hmm. we, we always try to, you know, keep the the ebb and flow of the show going. So, Samir, I know you got a lot of stories. So you want to go first? I will go first. All right. All right. Go ahead. All right. So coming hot off the trails of She-Ra Princesses of Power, uh, Kevin Smith and Netflix are developing a He-Man cartoon show. Uh, he oh did, my God. Yeah, Revelations. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. that's exact. Okay, how? Okay, so I got ruined by He Man because I watched. You watched the movie first. No, okay, no, the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger is that? One? No, no, that's no, that's, Conan. Conan. No, that's, that's Conan. That's Conan. That's Conan. Dolph, Dolph uh, no, I, and I haven't watched. I know I got ruined because I watched this because I like watching other shows too, like shows that show be on Adult Swim. That's watching some show. And, oh, what was the name of that show? With, Robot uh, Chicken. Robot Chicken. Robot Chicken ruined me for him, man. I was just like, come on, man. They did for a lot of shows. Yeah, huh? I mean, they 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 did that to a lot of people. Like, I never watched Voltron before. As a child, I oh, always knew Voltron. Voltron. 
well, the old Voltron from 84. Okay. But yeah. the first time I ever like saw Voltron was on Robot Chicken doing break dancing and whatnot. But I watched the one on Netflix <laughs> and I, I don't recall anything from Voltron on Robot Chicken. Oh, yeah. It, it brought back a lot of memories, but I would think, I hope they do it, do it well, you know, as far as like what, even with Skeletor, Skeletor always had, even in a cartoon besides the Robot Chicken thing, Skeletor always had this kind of persona. He was just kind of like, um, how can I say it? He was snappy or he had a good, you know, he always was getting, he always had kind of, it kind of was similar to the Robot Chicken, but he kind of was like, snarky. Snarky, yes, great word, snarky. And I love Skeletor. I always was like a, I kind of was a bad guy lover. I like right, Well, I think guys. you'll enjoy this rendition. Uh, yeah. It's done by Powerhouse Animation, which uh -huh. if you love Castlevania, because they're done with that, they went straight into this. So Ooh. honestly, this is going to be a, 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 a just mastermind fusion of CG animation and traditional animation. It's going to be so awesome. Can't wait. And I, for one, am a firm believer that Kevin Smith should not do movies. He strictly do uh, uh, TV comic books and comic. TV shows. Well, yes. Keep in mind, it took him like eight years to finish one Spider-Man comic and we're still not done. That's because that he's doing movies. Right. To stop doing movies and focus on comics and TV focus shows. The right stuff. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so part one of Masters of the Universe Revelation will be dropping July 23rd. If you guys Ooh. want to look in the chat, on Zoom, I did uh, post a link with some screenshots. So, casting Mark Hamill as Skeletor. What? I already knew that one was coming. Yeah, I mean, he's the perfect cast, so that's that, that goes without saying. Lena Headey of Game of Thrones as Evil Lynn. Ooh, they bringing her in? Yep, Sarah Michelle Gellar as Tila, or Princess Tila. Yep. Alicia Silverstone as Princess Marlena, I mean, sorry, Queen, Queen Marlena. Marlena. Kevin Conroy um, as uh, Merman. This cast is fire. Uh, I don't like how you jumped up with my boy Diedrich Bader as uh, King Randor in Trapjaw. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and Kevin Michael Richardson is Beast Man. <laughs> There's oh, too many yeah. people to name. Oh, yeah. It's fucking wild. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going like to be we, wild. Like we said, oh, I can't wait till it comes out. Yeah, you know I what? Mean, no, and it's going to be good because all, all the younger, all the younger people who don't know about He Man and stuff like that. Yeah, because I'm not going to lie to you, I do know about He Man. It was my um, dad's like favorite cartoon when he was a kid, and I'm super into She-Ra because there was like this. Um, it wasn't quite a comic book, but it was like a book that was, you know, like how children's books be looking. Um, yeah. That my grandma always had at her house, and so like I read that um, a lot when I was younger, and then when I discovered like the Netflix She-Ra and stuff i was like oh my god that's what i was reading um so i got super into that so i am excited to see them uh remake he-man because i've only seen like a couple episodes of it yeah he-man if they do now if they do thundercats i'm i'm gonna be in my house thundercats is gonna need a little time to stew before they come back because Thund what was it thundercats uh what was the latest like 2013 or something like that no it was, the late, no, it was, it was 2017 that oh you're out. talking about that horrible one yeah they don't <laughs> hate it what was, yeah, what was see, it called? We don't we don't talk about that one because we yeah, well, it, that it one. Yeah, well, it needs time. It's like Thunder, Thundercats Unleashed or some crap like that. Yeah, oh, certain, hey, things, no. certain things we just decided to collectively forget. Like when they made Avatar The Last Airbender into a live oh action movie. Like, you're not, that's not a part of it. Like, we're not talking about that. <laughs> um, well, you got to come out and apologize for something. You know you messed up. 
Okay, Samir, yeah, you were talking about Thundercats Roar. Oh, right, Thundercats Roar, that's what it was, yeah. So that needs a little time to stew, because that, that came out, I don't think it was well-received. We got a couple seasons, and it kind of just, is it still airing? It's not still airing, is it? No, it got canceled after one season. One season? Really? Yes. <laughs> Because it was it was fifteen minute episodes, so you know they did oh, like yeah, probably sixty yeah, episodes. Yeah, even the, the animation, the animation on it is just—they're oh. ruining, they are ruining all the good, all the good classic shows. Well, <laughs> yes and no, because Shira Princess of Power was a really nice reimagining, and I lo- I love every moment of that show. So, mm. they, they no, that one I liked. I liked that one a lot. That one was a binge for me. Yeah, I watched a couple I episodes. It's pretty good. Yeah, I just had to Shiro. stay in my bed and get through like all the seasons of that. Now they need to reimagine this Thundercats to a level that it's deserved the respect that it deserves. Because <laughs> everybody yeah. growing up was doing a Thundercats uh, roar, like thunder, thunder. Do you hear Thundercats roar? That was <laughs> you knew it was going down. <laughs> right. Parents was walking out of room like, okay, <laughs> this is enough. <laughs> Okay, so everyone's favorite director at the moment, Regina King, is doing a comic book movie called Bitter Root. So Ryan Coogler is producing this, and it's uh, based off of a family of monster hunters during the Harlem Renaissance in 1924. I've never read the comic. I've heard I've heard about it. It's probably like 15 years old at this point. Mm-hmm. I I, I kind of want to see what she's going to do with this because I watched one night in Miami on Amazon Prime. And oh, that was, that was a good, mm-hmm. like, literally, and I literally got into, like, I'm not the person that goes on, I really don't go on a lot of social media, but um, I'm not the person that sits there and argues with people on social media about stuff, but literally the depiction that they had was, like, I knew a lot of the backstory about a lot of stuff, and it wasn't based, it was based on what could have happened that night, so yeah, the depiction that they have of these characters like, I got in an argument with somebody, and I never, never have done that about the depiction of Malcolm X. And they're like, oh, this, I was like, look, let me just feed you some facts. <laughs> and I think Regina King does anything she does, she does really well. She does quality work as far as a lot of her production stuff. And um, I love her as Riley. That's what. <laughs> so, get Huey. Now, oh, yeah. She did end up taking over for Huey later on, too, huh? No, she was both of them from the jump. I thought she ended up taking over with somebody. She has that over. much voice range? Dang. Yeah, yeah she was, was like, both Huey and Riley. Oh. I thought she ended up taking over for somebody who I started as after the first season, but she ended up being both the whole time. Man. Yep. That, oh. And the Boondocks is an epic. It's like meeting Aaron McGregor is on my wish list, my bucket list, because I used to read the comic strip. So anything Regina touches, yeah, she she's she's gonna do well on this, and it'll be interesting to see her do something like this, you know, and bring it and re and bring it to life, cause she's just uh, she's goals. But yeah, I can't wait to wait to see this. I'm gonna see if I can find the paperback so I can read it, cause I already know oh, yeah. some people are gonna be deep diving for the back issues, cause that's always what happens whenever a comic book uh, is announced to be turned into a movie, even if even if it doesn't come out like for 20 years, yeah, like people still try to grab all those back issues. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just looking at it now because that's not um, a comic that I'm familiar with, but I can tell just from looking at the pictures that this looks hard. Oh yeah, it looks like I had a lot of that. 
that's going to go on at some of these Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're looking already like, okay, so where are we adding this to our basket? <laughs> but, um, Samira, what do you got? Okay, so the cult film Turbo Kid returns with a comic book prequel. And if you guys have seen. Yeah. Turbo? No, I, said, I said, why? Turbo Kid. Turbo Kid. Oh, I know Turbo Kid. What? Yeah, exactly. See, they know Turbo Kid Bernard. I know Turbo Kid too. Yeah, but you I don't never, like it. Oh, I never yeah. watched it because it looked so cheesy. It's the it's the mystique of the era that it is that is that is paying homage to Bernard, you okay. uncultured swine. <laughs> this is no, I'm not gonna lie. Guys. I didn't know what it was, but this does look a little corny. It's supposed to. Give it a shot. It was, it's really it's, cool. It's like one of those things that's corny on purpose because I like All right. those. Here's the thing. So before Stranger Things dropped and this, and this craze about the 80s came through, 2015's Turbo Kid had that 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 fire that you that people think the 80s was about. People think the 80s is about um, Stranger Things. No. They had shit pop music, okay, and crazy fashion. They didn't Turbo have all that Kid cool stuff. Place that, in the 90s. Also, pop to look at. Point is, they had a lot of weird '80s um, um, soundtracks. Anyways, it's it's dope. All right, give it a shot. You, you're missing out if you haven't seen it. All right, okay. and it's getting a, it's getting a um a a prequel comic. So that's also something you want to check out. Okay. Okay. So I might have to just go back and watch it and just you know what? If I can if I can turn it off in five minutes, I'm like okay. But if I'm gonna call you back, I'm gonna come back to you. And be like, look, I turned it off in five minutes. I can't get through it. But I don't think I don't it has that long run time. <laughs> it looks like stick the, with it. you know what movie it looks like. It looks like it's a rendition, a modern rendition of Thunderdome. Is it Thunderdome? Mad Max. <laughs> Mad Max. Mad Max. Yeah, it has kind of that, that feel to it. Post-apocalyptic people lost their minds. They run around in weird uh, um, uh, clothing. Anyways, you have no excuse. You can watch it on Amazon Prime. It's on Tubi. It's on Voodoo for free. It's on Crackle for free. It's got. It's, it's free almost everywhere. It's, it's it's streamed. Just go check it out. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yep. Nothing to lose. Uh, I got two hours of my life to lose, but you know, it is what it Negro, is. Negro, you rewatching Big Bang Theory? You have no respect for time. Oh, Why are you hating? All ten seasons. All ten seasons. Gotta watch. Twelve. Twelve. I'm on season ten. It's twelve that's, seasons. That's like the real like. Look, I was going to school to be a chemist, so that literally just intrigued me so much. And then Shelton was my favorite person, so I started watching Young Shelton. Sheldon, yeah, and that was my show because I love how snarky he is and how matter of fact he is, even as a that's kid. a mirror. He refuses to admit that he's the Sheldon of our group. I love that's me. That's deeply me. I'm sorry, I'm, just, I'm nobody. I'm Samir of the group. All right, recognize, <laughs> bow down, kiss the ring. Okay, okay, Black Sheldon. <laughs> Sheldon was awesome show. though. It was good. The, the show was really good. Like Big Bang Theory could get a little boring because it starts getting very smart. Uh, not smart, but like you have to really think about some of the comedy that they they have. It's not like The Office. It's like where the comedy is just like there. It's given, and you, it's not hard to like. You don't have to really do think thinking on a, um, jokes or anything. But Sheldon was crazy funny because you're like, oh, I see why he's smart. Young Sheldon, I was like, oh yeah, he's, he got the intelligence from his mom. Then his dad would do something like, oh, his dad, I thought he was dumb, but he's really not that dumb. Okay. <laughs> it's a good right. show. Okay, so I'm pretty sure we all saw the trailer. 
Well, Venom, let there be carnage. Thoughts. Oh, yeah. I think is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Wait. No, I'm, I'm starting to not like y'all now. Why, why are y'all cheering for that? Why are y'all cheering for that? Why are y'all cheering for that? Here's the thing. You have to go into some movies with low expectations. I refuse. I to, you, I, literally, Venom is an awesome story and Carnage is an even awesome, awesomer story. If you, you know, if yes. you get into it. But I went into Venom with low expectations just like I did Aquaman. Mm-hmm. I went into go very low. I went I into like, both of those with low expectations. Well, here's but here's the I, difference. Aquaman is a legitimately was good movie. Huh? Aquaman is a legitimately good movie, whereas Venom it is It really not. is. Ven- now, here's the thing with Venom. It's, the quality is not as great. Mm-hmm. But for what it is, I was like, okay. It did it do Venom justice? No. But for what it was, it was okay. I made it through it without saying, okay, this is garbage. I rolled my eyes at least 15 sometimes- times in the theater. Sometimes I have to just set aside what it's supposed to be. Yeah. And just enjoy the movie for what it is. Yeah. That's why I have to realize, like, sometimes I'm as deep as I want to go into it and be like, no, that's not right. No, that's not right. No, that's not right. This is garbage. You guys should have done this better. I kind of just want, sometimes I just have to be like, okay, let me just accept it for what it is. Right. And because I haven't right done now, that since off. X-Men First Class. Oh. <laughs> and How do you kill Darwin? <laughs> Just, oh. So you're coming with the stance that it's 2021. We just need to do better, huh? <laughs> Basically, yes. Yes. we definitely need to do better. But I, if it if it's garbage, if you go into a little like, I'm just gonna go into it again, low expectations, and hopefully, like they say, when they were talking about how um, I forgot where I was hearing that they were talking about how they're making the character, the guy who plays Carnage, as far as what's the guy's main name? Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. They're making Tom Hardy kind of to like. Uh, a mirror similar or similar to the Joker, and I was like, "No, you're not gonna be able to do that." Okay, you mean um, Woody Harrelson's uh, Cletus Cassidy? Yeah, yeah, see, and I was Current, like, yeah, not, okay. yeah, and I was just like, "You're not gonna be able to." The Joker is an epic character yeah. in his like, You're the, not gonna be able to do well, that. Well, okay, Cletus Cassidy is an interesting character. I wouldn't, I wouldn't insult either character, either the Joker or him, by drawing comparisons. I think he's his own brand of crazy in a sense. Yeah, yeah, that and that's the thing. There's different, there's different types of crazy, and the Joker is a smart crazy. He's like on a level, of, his intelligence level is probably very high for Harley. Well, but I would so, say they so both wait, have say, different flavors of chaos. Is, someone said Harley Quinn is the mastermind behind a lot of that. I'm not gonna go there with that, but that's left up for debate. But you know, he's just a different type of crazy because he has a different type of hero. He has he's fighting. So for them to think that they, if they are doing that, it's it's probably not going to be as, still as good to watch. Yeah. I hope it's not like that though. It's not the same type. It's not going to be the same type of dynamic. Yeah, essentially, that's like uh, who's the guy? Jared Leto playing jo- the Joker versus oh, awful worst. Yeah, Jared. versus uh, what's his name? Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger playing. The, he was like, oh my god. That yes. was the Joker. That was, uh, was like, yeah, that was pretty awful. But when given yeah, the right Jared direction, Jared Leto did a good, good to... job in um in the Santa cut. That last scene, uh-huh. that, that was what yeah. the Joker we should have got. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, but you they were trying to <clears throat> make him be Heath Ledger Joker. You can't be that Joker. That yeah. was one of the most epic Jokers because he gave the kind of depth that of to show the type of psychological problems that. Um, the Joker had to yeah. the level that, and how smart he was to try to to try to uh, 
mess with humanity. He's like, I'm an agent of chaos. He he had no real artillery motive. He just wanted chaos, you know. But um, I hope I hope Carnage doesn't. For me to go in there without expectations, if Carnage sucks that bad and that it busts even my low expectations, I'm gonna be like, look, mm-mm. I need my stream my stream right. back. I need my stream back. <laughs> That's right. what we're gonna have to right, well. It's in good hands. They switched the director. Andy Circus is uh, directing now, so it should be pretty good. Andy oh, Circus okay. is directing? Yeah. Has he ever directed? Yeah, a couple times. Oh, okay. He's really good at making, he's really good at character acting, and and and, and he would be able to direct Tom Hardy through uh, a scene where the character isn't really there, because he's done it in Gollum. He's done with, with Gollum. He's done it with Caesar in the, in the um, Planet of the Apes uh, trilogy. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. done it with um, uh, give, give me another thing he's done that he was doing. He, he this guy knows how to how to act as a character when he's not really there. He's he's a he's a um a physical actor as a, he know, did Black Panther. He it says he was in Black Panther too. Yeah. And oh yeah, yeah. He was, was um yeah. He was Claw. He, he actually he was actually acting in that one. Yeah, and Avengers. He has a lot of ties to um uh, a lot of this the MCU. And yeah, he had a lot of ties. I didn't even know. I'm just looking at the list like, wow, I didn't know he did that many mm-hmm. MCU uh, movies. Like, whoa. Yeah. All right. Um, Samir, what do you got? Okay. So um, I am so excited for this. So the newly branded Studio Chizu, which is responsible for such films as Wolf Children, The Boy and the Beast, Mirai, and now the new film that's coming out in, uh, uh, I think it's July, uh, 2021, Bell. So excited. I, are, Bell. You guys familiar, are you guys familiar with the uh, the work of Mamoru Hosoda? No, wait, Bell, the movie? I'm, we're trying to see that. All right, so I, I want to say, I think Mirai is on Netflix. So if you haven't seen Mirai, go watch it. Okay. Mirai, you not, you not be disappointed. Mirai, yeah. M-I-R-A-I, Mirai. M-I-R-A-I, oh, Mirai, okay. Yeah, that should be on Netflix. I want to say The Beast and, his boy, and, and The Boy, I don't know where that's streaming. Uh, yeah, that's not streaming anyway. You'll have to kind of probably buy it or rent it, which, you know, you can get it from Amazon if you want it on Blu-ray also. But yeah. Is this, is, it looks like Mirai is kind of like a combination of The Secret Garden with Spirited Away. Um, I would say... No, it's definitely, it has its own flavor because of what it's trying to tell you and how it does it. I, I wouldn't put it in those two, two, those two films, uh, uh, Wheelhouse. Secret Garden is a coming of age story involving um, children and, and, and abandonment. And um, what was the other one? She uh, said Secret Garden. Secret oh, Garden is Spirited oh, Away. Oh, yes, Secret Garden is Spirited Away. I just bought the DVD version of this movie and I haven't got to watch it yet. You didn't. What, Mariah? Yeah. Oh well, there you go. I was just at I was just at Target browsing, and I saw this, and I was like, oh, "Okay, work." All right, well, there I, you go. You got movie night. You gotta go check it out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and if you haven't seen Wolf Children, oh my God. Mm. Mm. Go see Wolf Children. Yeah, I, I always stand by Mamoto Hosoda. This man is a genius. Anyways, Bell, just go Google the, the movie is the uh, Bell. It is amazing. I mean, you might get the other film called Bell. Which, uh, there's a couple of movies called Bell. 
So you might have to put yeah, Bell Twenty Twenty One. That was amazing. Yes, I, I'm a, I have a huge crush on Gugu Mbetha. But no, I'm not <laughs> talking about that one. I'm talking about Twenty Twenty One. Okay. All right. All right so the, this the trailer is on Netflix. You guys are. Um, oh yeah. Curious. Okay. So Adult Swim is making new movies based off of three of his franchises. Two of them I care about. One I can pass on. So they're making a, another Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie, Metal yes. Apocalypse, and the Venture Brothers. Oh my gosh, Venture Brothers are doing another one? I love Venture Brothers. Yeah, because I'm still mad that they canceled the show last year. Oh. And I don't care about Metal Apocalypse. It was kind of Yeah, like I don't a, care about Metal Apocalypse yeah. either. I, I, I want to yeah. care because I used to care. <laughs> Like some episodes I can watch when it's like late and I just want to eat a bowl of cereal and watch TV. <laughs> but yeah, well, I, I was I, Hunger Force and <clears throat> Venture Brothers, I'm in. I cannot wait. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna watch both of those as long as it goes back to the way Aqua Team was before they started like changing it up in like the last three seasons. Yeah, they started getting a little too too much. It's like they were. It's kind of like with the Family Guy thing. They at trying trying a little, little too hard. It's like no, like I wouldn't put Aqua Team down there with, with Family Guy. Huh? Yeah, I wouldn't put Aqua Team down there with Family Guy. Yeah, but but Family Guy is garbage. I no, get what she's saying. Like, like it started off good, then it just kind of fell flat. Yeah, kind of like it seemed like they were trying too hard, and I was just like, ugh. I would so, probably watch the first three to five, three seasons of Family Guy, and I thought off. I was just like, y'all are trying way too hard. Yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> you could, you could really tell when shows are like, like reaching to you know get laughs and stuff, as opposed to you know having material that may be offensive or outrageous, but is actually funny. True. All right, uh, Samir. Yeah, what you got? My turn again. Yes. All right, hang on. I'm putting my next story. Okay, so I love action thrillers. All right. Hopefully, this one's done well, and hopefully, it sticks the landing. So, um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, you might remember most recently from such films as The Gemini Man and the ill-fated uh, Birds of Prey. Not her fault. Oh, yeah. Both films. But yeah, she is in a new action thriller on Netflix called Kate, which is about a ruthless assassin who is on a job in Tokyo and she gets poisoned. And she basically has had 24 hours to live before she uh, live before she uh, the poison kills her. So she's, she's on a mission to find out who poisoned her and kill them before she dies. That, that That's a, just the best setup. Oh, ooh, okay. When does yeah. this come out? Um, sometime later this year, I don't have it. Let me see back. Oh, fall comes out fall twenty twenty one, and uh, it also stars Woody Harrison, who's been busy because uh, yeah, he's a, he's around. Yeah, yeah Woody, Woody Harrison's been doing a lot of work lately. Yeah, yeah. So okay. I'm excited, and I can't get up at this actress. I've been um, on her since day one. I'm talking about back in like Death Proof days. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know what though? She's she does. I like her. I just think like with the Harley Quinn thing, she kind of just. Well, like I said, the movie wasn't her fault. She she got on set, she did her job, and she you yeah. know that's it. They they wanted her character to be that way. Yeah, I, and that's an understandable thing. She also did Wolf of Wall Street. I did not even know that. I was like, oh, I love that movie. But it, it I hope this movie is really good. I love action movies. That's my biggest thing. I'm one of those 
one of those girls who does not really do the rom-com stuff. I love action movies. So like like the raid and stuff. But this I hope this is gonna be good, really good. Oh, it, it hopefully all you gotta stick the landing, it should be perfect. Yeah. Or not, it could sure. it could also flop on the face. So who knows? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the thing about movies. You never know until you go into them. Yeah, same here. Okay, so something that made me mad, and I'm just like, why? Did they do this when people can't even get the thing that they need for this to work? PlayStation announced a cosmic red and a midnight black color. I gotta say, I'm gonna buy. The, I'm gonna buy that one of those colors because I would need it for my PC. You can't even get. Okay, never mind. I was about to say you ain't even got a PS5 yet. You but, yeah you you can't even <laughs> you can't even get the regular. Here's the thing about it. That's oh no, you can get the you can get the controllers. You just can't get the system. Yeah. Right, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's not even... It, and here's the thing about it. They kind of doing the same thing that Apple did with, like, their uh, their PCs. When Apple came out with, like, the multiple colors, colored PCs and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. That, was, that was a long time ago. But it's kind of like... <clears throat> you can't even get the, the whole the system itself. What's the point of... I think sold out. No, huh? back yeah. in the day. Remember when they used to do, like, the... um When they first did the multicolor ones back in the 90s? Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't get the 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 computer itself, but you could buy like the mouse and the keyboard. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the thing about yeah. it. it was just like it was just like okay. I you know they did their jobs creating demand, but maybe a little too much. Well, it's yeah. a, I think it outsold the PS4 already. If I'm mistaken. Yeah. yeah. So they. It's but you know that you know there's always gonna be a new update with that thing with PlayStation. They always like two ten thousand updates. Like every time you go on, oh, you got an update. I'm like, what am I updating? Oh, that's, yeah, that's like why you gotta leave in. Uh, oh, shut up. He he built his own PC, so he looks down on everyone who has oh, a system. Oh, he's one of those people. Gamer, huh? I told y'all he's the real life Sheldon Cooper. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. All right, Sheldon Cooper's the real life me. How about that? Okay. <laughs> they they were looking for they were looking at you and they were like, oh, we got to yeah, do this. He'll do. All right, uh, Samir, what you got? My turn again? Yes. Okay, so <laughs> they gave us the first look at uh, Snake Eyes in the new G.I. Joe origin films. And oh my gosh. Henry Golding is to star as Snake Eyes. And I'm a little confused because I thought Snake Eyes was uh, was Caucasian. No, Snake Eyes is not white. I was under the impression he was. Are you sure? Uh, unless they I know Storm Shadow, Storm Shadow is Japanese. But I was under the impression that still Snake Eyes was not. I can't remember unless they recognize it. I would, I'm pretty sure he is Caucasian. And it's odd that they cast a uh, uh Oh, Chinese. yeah. Yep. White, uh, white man, blonde hair, blue eyes. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not sure what they're going with this. Because, mind you, uh, and also, is this going to tie into the other films? To my, in my in my opinion, the the, the GI Joe franchise is pretty much dead. It's a reboot moment. of the franchise, the same way Bumblebee was a reboot of the Transformers. Franchise. That wasn't a reboot. That was just a, a, a last dying breath. <laughs> with, with the first with the first GI Joe movie, they had an opportunity to do something great because they were at, it was at a point where they if they brought it back, a lot of the people who grew up with with GI Joe would have been like on it. But the way they did that movie, it was really disappointing. I was like, I was a GI Joe girl. I wasn't a Barbie girl. I was I was like, look, give me a GI Joe for my birthday. I don't care about Barbie. Put her to the side. We're good. Might be cool so, though. Damn, they got they got a good uh cast. Yeah. Well, I've, been telling, 
I've been telling you about the cast of Snake Eyes for the longest, and you know what you've been saying? I don't care. That's what you've been saying. I don't care. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the reception, and then I'm see how it is, and I'll go check it out. But yeah, the trailer's dropping on Sunday. Yep, I can't so, wait. I hope. I hope I'm gonna look at it. Look, I'm going there skeptic about it. Man. The last, if the action is great, if the action sequences are good, I'm going to mess with it. But if the action, action sequences are really corny, like the last one we was, I can't do it. <laughs> I don't know. I saw a good trailer. The, the second, the last movie had a great trailer, and that's mm-hmm. what drew everyone in. And then it was trash. I mean, yeah, they, 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 had freaking, yeah. they had freaking uh, Bass Nectar dropping dropping beats on the trailer. That wasn't Bass Nectar, you idiot. Yeah, that was. No, that was the uh, Seven Nation Army Glitch Mob remix. Oh, Glitch Mob, that's what it was. Yeah, Glitch Mob dropping beats when Dubstep was hot. It was a baller uh, trailer. And they tripped everybody to go see it. Bro, you really got to find another adjective besides baller. Why? Because you always saying baller. I'm making it happen. (laughs) Is that a clerk's reference when you just said Kevin Smith sucks? (laughs) You bringing it back? That's a me set. That's a me. uh, Also, that was a Mean Girls reference, actually. Oh yeah, fetch. Yes. Okay. Oh gosh. Okay, Gretchen no. winners. Okay. So uh bit of news that you know I'm not even gonna bring that one up because I'm just gonna be like, why again? So what? Edward Norton and Batista have joined the cast of Knives 2 along with Catherine Hahn. Yeah, that cast oh. is blowing up. Yeah, I was gonna say so. This movie is getting bigger and bigger. So now they got Agatha Harkness, the OG Incredible Hulk, and Drax. Yeah. Oh, and wow. and um, uh, Batista also said that you know Guardians Three is the end of Drax, but he wants uh, Marvel to recast Drax for a solo film. See, I knew I liked this man. Uh, I knew I liked this man. There you go. Recast. Don't tie the character to the actor. Yeah. Thank you. So, so he said, I really hope that going forward they will reboot Drax, and I think Drax the Destroyer could be a standalone film, and I think it could be something new and something different. I hope it is. With the, I hope it is. You know, the funny really thing like is, Bernie. Samir checked out of wrestling by the time Batista was wrestling. Mm. But I stuck around for the long I mean, haul. I can still respect the guy. I know. I'm just saying. You weren't there when he had his bottom lip pierced and his belly button. Do guys get their bottom buttons pierced? Batista had oh his pierced. I mean, I'm not going to say nothing about it. I mean, Batista's like, you know, He's got like 80 pounds of muscle on me. I'm yeah, but he's, if he's actually been doing other movies, I've seen. Like yeah, he it. wants to do a Gears of War movie. He turned down uh, Fast and Furious for Gears of War. I'm glad he did. I'm glad he did. I, I, Are they I, ever going to let Fast and Furious die? No, never. Me. And I hope they, I think going. they said they're going to they do 11. Space. They said I, 11 I, wanted, was probably going to be the last one. I can't. I can't. I have to suffer through that. I thought it was gonna be the last one, like three or four movies ago. When they did the one with uh, what's the name? Something at Hobbs. I literally was like at Hobbs a, and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. I was literally at, like, at a driving. I was at a what, driving. Hobbs and Shaw was good. No, yeah. it it was overdone. It was overdone. You know, like, the only thing only thing good about that was Vanessa Kirby. <sighs> Jason Statham. <laughs> it was overdone, and I just felt like okay, you guys are really. 
drop if you if you guys are supposed to be a spinoff of, of Fast and Furious, it's really taken so much far. You guys have gone so far left from what Fast and Furious began at. It's right? Fast and, and Furious. They don't even keep on track anymore. And that's the point. They they themselves have gone so far left from where they They've started at. A little too fast, a little too furious. And too much in the wrong direction. Too much, too much. They're doing too much. I was just like laughing. I was like, are we doing this for real? I mean, I you got to think about it. I mean, who can really be entertained about a movie? Uh, what are we on? Nine now? Nine movies about racing. You got to you gotta change up the pace. Listen. See, but, but the movie wasn't just about racing. It was about the, it's not just about the racing part. It's about the cars that they, they feature in those. And in the street lights. If, if you're real, like a lot of people, I know a lot of real racers, the guys who do racing, and they they love those movies for the cars. And All right, but that's the problem. So I, 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 this is this is kind of a, a contentious point for me. But the issue with the first three, uh, no, four, uh, three and a half Fast and Furious movies was they were about street racing scenes. And that mm-hmm. really didn't gel well with the general audience. But Fast Five, that's when they got the formula correct. Fast Five is such a goddamn good movie. It's legitimately a fun watch. And it knows exactly what it is and it executes it so well. It sticks that landing so perfectly because it came a heist movie. And since then, they've been up in the ante with these heists. They're going to steal the moon once. I know that yeah. it's coming. They're going to steal the moon. steal the moon. Yeah, they are. And I'm pretty they're sure. On, they're on their cool behavior. Dude, they jumped the shark. They rode it into the sunset. It's awesome. I can't. <laughs> but it's kind of like after, what's his name? The guy, the... Uh, Paul Walker. Paul Walker died. It kind of was like... Uh, yeah, they had to redirect the uh, direction. of the, You can tell when they, when they thought what was going to do next. Yeah, because... That, that most was unfortunate. That- yeah, yeah, I really think I really think he was the glue that held the franchise together. Because you got to keep in mind, after that, they did eight, and The Rock and Vin Diesel were beefing, and it just became yeah, like, it's man. it's hard, and it's like, and man, it really, I really Tyrese out with, here with, shaving vaginas on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Who? Who did that? Tyrese. Wait, as Tyrese as a, on as Instagram though? Yes. That, as a woman, I was like, why? I was sitting there like, why, like, what, what's wrong? And what's wrong with her to let him do that? Right. Like, okay, what, well, what was the I'm thing? Not like, there's things that, there's <laughs> things that ladies do called waxing, and I don't understand why you would have that that man with something sharp near something so gentle. Don't do that. All I right, was like, I, I'm not going to judge someone else's kinks, but I think it might be something romantic, doing something personal and hygienic. How to is your that? Partner. That's like somebody coming with their surgical knife and like, let's have dinner. Like, no, <laughs> kid, what are we doing? I mean, maybe it's something more akin to like your your boyfriend painting your toes or giving you a foot massage. Or no, know, that is that, that look. There, just like you can make your I, face, yeah, you can make places. Uh, I get the sentiment, you know, mm-hmm. the intimacy of doing a regular thing with your partner, but that's you know that's what if he used like a, a, a Remington or or a Manscape? Like they don't we don't know what he all. used because all you saw were her legs in the air and him just shaving. <laughs> If you're not a licensed esthetician, it don't need or licensed waxer, you don't go near those places. <laughs> At a certain age mm-hmm. in your life, you don't do those things. And to have a grown man singing, talking about like the song, some of the songs, older songs he's saying, I was just like, okay, why is he crying on this song? He's like five songs he's crying on. Mm-hmm. I understand you're sad, but. 
Tyree's touching, going near that area, I'm like, I'm good. Don't, what are you doing? No, this is a no, 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 no. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I think that is enough Tyree slander. Uh, is it slander or is truth? It's true. <laughs> I'm sometimes, never to do that sometimes again. Sometimes truths are hard. Yep. I'm meeting him like What more do you want from me? <laughs> I'm gonna start crying on the camera. I'm meeting him stop shaving ladies' uh, private areas. We're not doing this in 2021. It's over. <laughs> We're done. I don't know. I think you should normalize, you know, bathing clean your spouse. I think it's romantic. Bathing too, is one thing. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Look, but, just do it. Just don't. Just don't be live on Instagram. Yeah, yeah maybe, that part. maybe that's the problem. That's the problem. Really what it is. Yeah, that might be the weird part. Yeah, for me. I'm not doing it. <laughs> but yeah. All right, uh, Fallon, Indra, it was a pleasure to have you guys on the show. Yes, thank you so thank much for having you. Us. Yeah, I think you guys have been our longest guests so far. Yeah, really appreciate. Oh, it. cool. I hope you guys enjoyed talking with you. Definitely enjoyed talking with you guys. You yeah, for fun. sure. Yeah. So tell every uh, tell everyone your socials where they can you know find you guys on the internet if you're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all that good stuff. All our socials are at Gerd Clothing. Currently, we have Twitter, Instagram, and we're hopping on that TikTok train. Yeah. Um, oh, our website. Yeah, we're doing cosplay first. TikTok. Mhm. Okay. Uh, we also uh, have a website, and that's just girlclothing.com. Mm-hmm. You can check out our products there. And we also sent you guys something special for your, you guys' fans. If they ever go on our site. Yeah. Um, the promo yeah. code is angryblurs21, so you guys save 10% on your, uh, on your order. Yep. Make sure you guys go there. <clears throat> and right now, our pre-sale is done, but we will be having a lot more merch coming out in the future. A uh, pre big pretty soon <laughs> shall I say and we have stuff going on this summer and uh towards the end and we're out here doing it make sure you guys go to Gerd Clothing G-E-R Clothing or G-E-R-D Clothing <laughs> yeah. com and get all your merch man yep check us out follow us um like and share even if you uh can only do that that helps us out a lot yes like I said, guys, it was a pleasure to have you on here. Uh, once again, everyone, this is Bernard. Hey, this is Samir. And that was another episode of the Angry Blurs podcast. Join us next time. Same Blur channel, same Blur network. And hopefully next week, Samir will realize he's more like Sheldon Cooper than he realizes. <laughs> I got more charisma in my pinky than that man has in his entire body. Hey, that's my fresh. Man, he's like a he's like a three-legged, you know, mentally disabled puppy. Just can't function straight. Wow. <laughs> All right, world. We will see you later. Peace. <laughs>